Hello, world. Welcome back to Enter the Metaverse. Today on our podcast, we have special guest Jeremy Lastman. Jeremy is the founder of Universal Imagination Incorporated, a multidimensional research and development organization focused on passion, the, the passion industry. He is also the inventor of imagination technology, a newly utility designed to help people unlock their full potential of their passion. So welcome, Jeremy. If you want to dive deeper into the explanation of what that means. Uh, Yeah, so I love uh, the research and development kind of uh, energy. Like that's really where my... Um, creativity and passion really comes alive is when uh, I'm creating something new, something innovative, uh, and really that like experimental um, uh, energy is is really how I like to operate my business. Um, And so, yeah, we uh, have kind of started something called the Passion Company. And this is taking this, this invention of imagination technology that I've, that I've brought and really seeing a place for a new utility for the world. So what is a utility? It's a basic human need, right? And there's water, there's gas, there's electricity. These are all basic human needs that all have utilities supporting them, right? And what I see, especially as technology advances, is passion is going to be front and center uh, as as we progress here as a species, as we as we move into the metaverse and have all this like technological advancements at our at our fingertips and our leisure um, and AI and all of this like starts to really redefine what work is. Um, passion is going to be the focus, and so I'm building a utility company to to basically lay the infrastructure to. Uh, supply the highest quality passion to people and to support it in in a much uh in a um in a in a modern in a troubleshooting way in a modern way that that really addresses passion through our discovery through our R&D much more than just a volatile emotion but basically why we see it as a basic human need is we see passion as the fuel of human energy. And and that's really where that the utility kind of comes in. Now, I, I I'm I'm wondering, you you probably already answered the question, but what is your greatest passion? And besides bringing passion to other people, maybe maybe that mm-hmm. is your greatest passion. But yeah. if you want to explain that into detail. Yeah. Uh, the way I always love answering that is passion is my passion because years ago when I was first starting my personal development journey, uh, I was, um, you know, lost and kind of confused in, in, in who I was and thought I was, you know, broken in some sense. And I, you know, all the reasons why you kind of turn to working on yourself and I saw that passion, first and foremost, I didn't really understand uh, personally. Um, I saw growing up that I would kind of get excited about things, 
but then I would lose interest and kind of, you know, bounce. And I never considered myself uh, passionate in that sense of like that traditional pick one passion, make it your career and do it for your entire life. Like I never, I never melded with that. Um, but as a scientist and as an artist, I chose, or I was called uh, uh, on a soul level to kind of like research it, to learn more about it. And what kind of erupted from that was basically a new field of knowledge that has, that I didn't feel was tapped uh, before. And that is the field of passion, studying passion um, as a fuel, as a, um, as a as a field of knowledge that can be progressed, advanced, and and really taken uh, to advance the species in some way. Now, let's get in a little into your interest because, like, well, it's also part of your your research is the multidimensional. There's mm -hmm. a spiritual aspect to yep. to everything, and I just wanted to touch base and talk a little bit about your history as well. Um, that you you talk like you have some some work that you did with uh with with SpaceX. SpaceX. Yep. Did yep. you want to talk about that to begin with? Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> let's let's dive in. Um, so I uh, actually started at SpaceX like relatively uh kind of like the last year of high school, beginning of college, actually. So I got my foot in the door. And they were a startup back in 2005, 2006. Um, I was employee number 110 or 111 or something like that. And uh, basically it was like my love for for technology is what got my foot in the door, got me the opportunity because I had no experience at that point. Um, but I was, a, I, I was a fast learner and uh, he saw the potential that I, he can give me something and I can teach myself how to do it. And um, so basically like got my foot in the door and was an IT technologist uh, for SpaceX. Um, and then pretty soon uh, started to do some marketing and video production for their launches, um, did some video editing packages. Um, it was a an amazing, amazing atmosphere to be a part of. I, I, I can't say that enough. Like just to be a part of this first success, to be in the energy of 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 multiplanetary vision that Elon brings, yeah, um, yeah, it, it was incredible. It was incredible. That's that's outstanding that you that you landed that and were successful. Were you trying? Were you manifesting that uh, hmm. type of experience through? Do you have any techniques? Do you do manifestation techniques? Is that a part of your practice? Back then, no, I was not even aware uh, of manifesting uh, when I was, what, 18, 17, I, I was basically, um, yeah, the loner kid. <laughs> um, so no, at that point, it was kind of at the whims of where life was putting me, basically. Um, and if we are to call it passion, it was my passion for technology that sold me. Um, and intelligence, uh, you know, and and taking an opportunity and crushing it. Uh, and and but no, at that point, I was not spiritual at all. I would call myself agnostic uh, mm -hmm. in terms of like I was I was I was raised culturally Jewish, 
um, but felt it was forced on me to go and to be a part of that. So I never had that emotional connection to the religion or spiritual aspects of that. Uh, but I would have considered myself back then agnostic, like not proven, not disproven, but I don't see it. I don't feel it. So until I do, it's, I'm agnostic, like that, not atheist, but agnostic to it. Yeah, I understand that. It's more of like a passive, like God will find me eventually. It's like, I believe in him, but he'll, he'll get to me eventually. And then Mm -hmm. when you have that profound awakening moment, then you're just like, this is real. Everything, anything is possible. Anything that I I put my mind to can be, can be achieved. And that is, you feel that? Okay. Yeah. That, that started to happen around when I was 20, 21 is when I really started to focus on, on myself and my evolution. Now. Okay. Evolution. Now, you want to get into evolution. I just want to ask you, how old are you now? Uh, uh, 34. Almost, 34. Uh, actually, my birthday is on March 14th. <laughs> oh, happy early birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you. Pi day. Also, uh, Albert Einstein's <laughs> birthday. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's a good yeah, to, He's, he's my soul, bro. Soul, bro. <laughs> now, what are your thoughts on evolution and and uh, where where the planet is going, where the planet is headed. Um, yeah, let's start with that. So my thoughts on evolution, it's a, it's a big question. Um, I uh, don't, yeah, where, where, where should we go with this? Because there, there's a down. lot of different, different <laughs> avenues. Um, big picture, big picture, the... Evolution to me comes down to a sp- operating system. That's that's where I go when I think about evolution because I'm a big picture kind of guy. And the vision when I when I feel into evolution, we're talking the broad stroke of how our species has emerged to its stature that it is today. And then kind of, if we're looking back at history, we're talking, well, especially if you are believing in on the science side of, of this territory, right, is some transformation from animal consciousness to human consciousness is, 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 is like where we're coming from uh, yes. to answer that question. Uh, and when I really kind of, because I, I love to understand the evolution of, of human development in that sense, because we can really understand something about where we're going when we talk about human or animal to human, and then human to superhuman. Uh, and to me, the best metaphor, because I'm a tech techie, uh, is I get to operating system. And that to me is is connected to survival of the fittest i just yeah i just want to get uh refer elon musk he quotes this a lot he talks about how we are kind of part cyborg because we require technology now like it's kind of like built into our operating system that's what i'm Mm. quoting elon musk Mm -hmm. and Every time we have an upgrade in our operating system, it doesn't even have to be with technology, but it, the light, everything we see is light. It's all, it's all energy. And mm-hmm. 
every time there's an upgrade that's a download we're downloading into our being we're we're upgrading our mind and mm. yeah you 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 get what i'm saying <laughs> oh yeah and and uh it, it's so clear to to see it that way because when we talk about our mind the metaphor that the mind is a computer is very appropriate to me uh because then we can really connect the humanity and technology that was already present even before the industrial revolution right like this is why like to, to kind of continue that question about evolution is seeing survival of the fittest as an operating system to the species that is connected to us being animals, us seeing in a very two-dimensional way uh, that, that animals don't have an identity, right? But over the course of our evolution, we've grown this identity, this sense of being a separate person uh, to the rest of the world, the us versus them, the conflict is all birthed from this survival threat and being a fear-based species. And so to kind of bring that question closer to now with like, what is evolution? How do I see it? Well, this connects to passion because we're going from an evolution that has been external to us like an external force of nature natural selection uh survival of the fittest has very much been nature forces happening to a species right and species that evolve stay ones that don't fall away and and evolution is kind of that nature aspect there but the opportunity now is conscious evolution now i wanted to talk talk touch on the brain part and the computer part okay i i, I you probably heard this before like heart and brain coherence and and um that like we have we have more than one brain but i like to believe we have three brains three because we have our brain we have our yes. heart, which also has, I guess, I don't think they have neurons in it. I don't know how it works, but we have the brain, the heart thinks is on its own. And we also have our gut, which is the intuition. Mm -hmm. And that's our internal compass. And like everything that we feed our, our, our operating system is filtered through also the gut in a different way. Mm -hmm. But what we, we are what we eat. And I've been experiencing a lot of people going through different like diet lifestyle changes yeah. and that changes their whole like your, your what you eat is going to change how you think and we already know we already know this but some people are 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 so like i'm I, i'm just somebody has like carnivore diet that they're on and then they're so like passionate about it and that's uh -huh. why i bring it up because they're so passionate about it but i'm like it's not for me and i think that everybody's different everybody has a different uh way they they eat and they 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 have sensibilities he's, he's trying to kind of like put it on to me a little bit but it's it's okay <laughs> i can deal with that but i can yeah. see the passion and and like the the um there's another word i'm looking for uh 
not enthusiasm, but belief. It, it would cut. It yeah, belief. But it's it's more than that. It's uh essence. The essence of like, I guess enthusiasm is what it, it comes down to. Passion in the end, but yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts on that? On on like diets in general. What do you yeah like what well, like we we are what we eat and how oh, yeah. we have the three brains and um yeah, yeah. so i think the uh, i i definitely am not like what you're saying is totally accurate uh, in what you're saying but i would kind of even simplify it or or i i see it in a in a different way because and this is all interpretation of course right but the way that you kind of expressed it really makes it seem like it's all in the body, right? Like the brain is in the body, the, the mind, like it's kind of makes it bodily based and physically based. Mm -hmm. The way I would kind of angle, different angle of this is body, mind, spirit, or, or soul, uh, quantum self. Like by seeing it dimensionally, yes, the gut, is is in our stomach and in 3d right in in physical right yeah. but really that is our spiritual connection uh that we're feeling in the body in the gut but it's not actually in 3d the the connection that you're talking about that is spirit that is soul that is five, fifth dimension uh like connection right yeah. um so I see it dimensionally, and this is where uh, imagination technology comes into play. My The invention that I talked about earlier is to see it, body, mind, spirit, as dimensions. Then you can see the flow of energy through it all is the fuel, is the passion. That's what either flows effectively, efficiently, or is obstructed, bottlenecked by something, by fear, by philosophy, yeah. by negativity, is what obstructs that energy into pain, into anxiety, into you know uh, dread, uh, whatever it is. Right, that's the passion getting stuck in the flow, the multi-dimensional flow, body, mind, spirit. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. I I was just getting more into detail of the body, but I didn't include the mind or the spirit uh, connection yet. Well, we can we can call it a trinity as well, like uh, yep. uh, of the, of the three different uh, aspects of the of the mind. And I just wanted to quote uh, Nicholas Tesla. It's funny I'm saying Tesla, but. Uh, like if you want to learn the secrets of the universe, think in frequency, vibration, mm -hmm. and I forgot. Is there a third one? Uh, I think it's frequency. Energy is it energy frequency energy. vibration? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. But basically, I don't know. I forgot the name of the chart. I wish I brought it up before because I wasn't prepared for that part. But uh the it's a vibrational chart. It tells you where you are on the scale. Oh, the and... emotional gu emotional guidance scale, upward spiral, downward spiral? possibly it looks like a funnel and yeah, it's yeah. colored like based off like the the chakras kind of like i got here yeah and yeah. um exactly yeah like your your emotional state your 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 state of being 
you're going to attract what you are because yeah. like whatever, whatever vibration you're in, this is why a month ago I was in the hospital and I was in a low vibrational state. I was in a mo state of fear. I was in a state of state of uh, a stagnant energy and it, I had to be brought in and there's safety measures in place. Like the system, the, the, the world is a system. Right. Yes. The matrix. Yes. Yes. We're in a matrix. It's anything is possible. If you're, if you're listening to the podcast this far, you should know that by now, <laughs> but if you don't, I'm letting you know right now, but yes. um, so the world is like a matrix and you need to know how to play the system. You need to know how to play the game. And, and, and knowing that you're, when people like people are here to help you, but you also have to help yourself. And yes. you need to get into a, a higher vibrational state. And yeah, it's, it's important to, yeah. yeah. Well, if I could just kind of insert a point right there, cause you, you said something so good. You said game, right? And I just want to connect that dot really quick to this, in terms of the, the work that I'm bringing, the, the, the business that I'm creating here, conscious evolution, what I brought up earlier is a sport. That like when, when it's seen as a sport and connected to that game, this is what we're playing when we talk about energy work or uh, attraction, manifestation. This is conscious evolution. And what we do, like what we do for our customers is we teach them how to play the sport like a professional, like a professional, like an Olympian. Like to play the game of conscious evolution as a professional, it's because as you know, it's it's the game with yourself, right? Like yeah. As the creator of reality, you're 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 playing with yourself in that sense. And the matrix is that reflection, as you said, right? Yeah. So look that that's why we say conscious evolution, it's a sport. Play the sport as a professional, because then you have the 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 most uh, powerful approach to the healing, to the freedom, and to the mastery of your own consciousness. The and and the 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 science and the art of being yourself. Yeah, <laughs> like, it, 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 not in an additive sense, in a a subtractive sense, in an essence sense. <laughs> there there was a book that I read. I think it was called Level Up Your Life. Uh, I'll probably mm. put it in the description maybe maybe uh, for to the author um but it's a very relative to what you're talking about when, when you talk to passion and imagination and it 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 basically ex explains how our our human avatar is basically like our like we it's a big playing field we can we can do anything there's mm -hmm. no nothing's nothing's off limits we can create anything the power of the mind like we can we can like for example, like I I put my daily tasks on my fridge, back there, and I basically and whenever I complete something, it's basically experience points. Yes. And like you're 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 leveling up, and then like you I gave myself a reward like rewards up there, and like um, basically, it's something that will happen like like for example like guidance and 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 like a level up in my in my stats, but I don't know what it's gonna be. It's random. And yes. then like, and then I experience these synchronicities throughout my life and like yes. something will, you just have to be aware. You have to be consciously aware and raising your awareness is 
part of my mission. Like I want to raise the level of consciousness. Yes. If if Likewise. you know anything about uh, that we're on a level zero consciousness and we want to get to level one, that's my goal is to get to level one. And with, with the help of everybody on my podcast. Yes. So yes. That's, that's oh, that's you're mission. speaking my language. You're speaking my language there. <laughs> yeah. I thought, yeah. I thought so. I wasn't sure, but I, I yeah. wanted to get on that uh, level I, there. Yeah. And I, again, I would just reflect back and say from human to superhuman. Yeah. And when, when we that, get to yeah. superhuman, that will be the new human. Like mm -hmm. it's not, it's not going to be abnormal. It's going to be natural. Yeah. And yep. we might even live longer than we usually do. We might like, it's going to be different. Like our suffering has to end. Our, our, our we have to have 100% transparency with each other. Like it's, it's yes. about raising the consciousness to unity consciousness. It has to be like a universal thing. Yes. Yes. Oh, amen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought a lot about this. Like, I, I'm, I'm always researching and doing, doing work on spirituality. Like, even when I got out, out of the hospital a month, it was, it was in January. I was, I released the end of January. I was just like, I needed to take time off from, from the podcast. I needed to do more research, get grounded, and, and really think about what, I, what my passions really are. And mm -hmm. I know that when I started this, I didn't have to contact anybody. It was just coming to me. And that's what I know. I'm on the right path. It's coming. To yep. Me. Yep. So I just wanted to touch base. That's, on prob that. that's probably when I came on, on your, the matchmaker uh, radar, right? Yeah. No, like yeah. this year, this year, like you're the, you're the first one. So I'm, I'm yeah. excited to have you on here. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so did you, did you, I, I was going to talk about your dojo that you have. You have a dojo for, is it passion? passion. Yes. Passion. Yes. So, uh, the Passion Dojo is the place where, for those who want the cleanest passion on earth. And what I said earlier about the science and art of being yourself uh, and of, of playing the sport of conscious evolution professionally, well, the Passion Dojo is what treats this as a martial art. So I'm sure many in the audience are familiar of like the, the dojo energy. It's like karate, judo, aikido, uh, tai chi, uh, all the martial arts, right? Uh, so kind of take that, but like think about a gym. A gym and a dojo are very, very similar, right? You're going there to work out. You're going there to challenge yourself, to push your to push your limits, right? And that's why I, I the the passion dojo for me is what I would have wanted. In that, like, I need a place where I can focus on my passion and level up and improve the quality of my consciousness, to clean, to train, and to refine. Uh, my consciousness and and my life, my reality, my abilities, my superhuman abilities. Um, so at the moment, it's 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 a virtual gym, uh, but the vision is uh, to do physical ones too, uh, brick and mortar, uh, uh, passion dojos all around the world. Um, but yeah, if if you want the best performing passion, then 
we come on, come on in because this is this is that place to trip clean it, train it, refine it as a fuel performance and and uh performance, like the thinking again, operating system, performance, quantum computing. <laughs> I I wanna I have a lot of questions about that because please let me let me ask all the questions and let you answer them. But like um is there um a specific age group or are they are they gonna be are they gonna be separated? Is there any free sessions or is it is it free for a little bit and then there's gonna be like you have to you have to pay to for like a membership? And when you say clean it, is it like shadow work type of cleaning with uh with uh, uh passion? Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I think we could arrange, uh, a special, if you listen to this episode, uh, and you come, uh, uh, check us out and reach out, um, mention that you heard me on this episode and, and I can, uh, comp you, uh, a class for sure. Uh, so that's a special gift for, for your audience. Awesome. Um, uh, so I will remember that I, I said that, but just remind me, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that's. For that, uh, was that the that was the first, and then you said shadow work. Um, yes, let me feel what you're asking there because I feel there is a dramatic difference between a looking at healing as a perpetual loop. Uh, that is like never ending. Um, and that kind of keeps a, uh, oh, how do I say this? Like kind of gently. It kind of perpetuates a state of consciousness rather than improve it. Um, when healing is done from a place of, uh, that it's never done. In a, in a way, in a, in a very personal and, and incomplete way or a, a fixing what's broken sort of way. I'm broken and I need to be fixed. So we don't treat healing in that sense in the Passion Dojo because when it's looked at in a, in a, in a not broken, in a wholeness, you are already whole uh, standpoint, then the the yes, you do do very deep work, like you said, shadow work. Everything that comes up has to be felt, has to be honored, seen, uh, listened to. Um, but if it's done from that place that it's not to fix something that is incomplete, but that you are already whole and you're consciously evolving healing is just the first uh, how should i say stage of soul evolution because the conversation of healing is of the body right but once you have evolved beyond that once you see the greater picture here the next stage is freedom healing and freedom are different conversations one is of the body, the other is of the mind. And when you kind of see the big picture there, the healing could be accelerated 
and ultimately transcended to a new conversation, to a higher conversation of freedom. Um, and so that's how we that's how we do healing in the passion dojo, and it, it very much accelerates conscious evolution. I wanted to have an analogy here. Now, before I get into the analogy, you started a franchise uh, uh, of superhero. I haven't checked it out myself yet, but a superhero mm -hmm. franchise, which I, I'm guessing this comes to your imagination and your passion, another passion of yours mm -hmm. called Mania. Uh -huh. I have a question. I don't know how how big mania is yet. Maybe maybe it's huge, and I have no idea. No, not, are, not not yet, not yet. Are, are you aiming to be the next Stan Lee or it's Stan Lee, right? Yeah, of course. Yes. Uh, so mania was like one of my first kind of like legit research and development projects. It was a like my one of the first artist artist uh, investments that I've ever done in, in my life. Like actually picking an idea and focusing and bringing in people and making something. I had never done anything like that as an artist before. Um, so we did create issues and we are going to like uh, do some releases here and, and things like that. But at the moment it's, it's not, like an active project to the sense, like we did it a few years ago. I got to speak at Comic-Con, which was really cool. Um, but as far as being the next, I, I don't know. I, we'll, we'll see. Like <laughs> I, I, it definitely is a, is a passion uh, project. It, it, it has a mission of mental health empowerment behind it. Um, and it is very much, you know, I, I love it. And, and it just needs the time and the resources and, um, to to get bigger you know yeah but, it's, just, uh, it's it, off it's to the side but you're, you're you're planning on coming back to it i understand exactly now yeah, yeah. the reason why i bring that up is because i'm I, i'm pretty sure you're familiar with goku and superman yes so so the difference between the two i'm not going to say which one's better which one's which one's i'm i'm a goku fan myself but mm -hmm. i have a goku tattoo but superman feels like i mean and depending on which version you're talking about he's basically god he can do anything he wants he can go back sure. in time he has he has he's all the powers now the difference between that and goku is goku's thriving he's he's he has the passion to become better all the time he's he's mm -hmm. always improving himself he doesn't he doesn't claim to be perfect you understand yes so in your in your dojo you're basically improving the the um passion and imagination to 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 level yourself up that's why he's always always reaching a new height like super saiyan and super saiyan mm -hmm. yeah not my and, final form <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. right and i i love i'm a i'm a really diehard dragon ball z fan i didn't get really yeah. into super that much but i i love i love the whole franchise now yes. um when we talk about evolution and how this is helping evolution um I, I wanted to ask, do you believe that consciousness was expanded through history? Like uh, this is, this might be off, to off topic, but through, oh. through the use of uh, um, psychedelics, because I've heard that argument before. And you're asking wh what of that? Like, for example, psilocybin, they, they believe yes. that 
our ancestors, like it could have been, I don't know, oh, yes. primates. They could have used psilocybin back in the, back in history. Yes. And I'm not saying you have to use it to get to the next level. We already, we already reached that level basically where we need to be with maybe not everybody, but we're all connected together. So how, how do you believe that in history that helped us get to where we are? Oh, sure. Sure. I, I uh, every the the permission slips out there are numerous uh for transcendence uh for seeking truth um and it's infinite possibilities infinite creativity at a at a consciousness level right um and so i i to me, like that, yeah, I, I agree. Like, uh, I, I agree. They're, they're all yeah, you, permission. You don't have to expand just, on it. I just wanted yeah. to know if you agree because mm -hmm. because this now you're you're more involved in the tech side, not not the psych, psych, uh, psychedelic side. Now, right. this is important because because we need to understand how to use technology in a positive way because technology is abused in the wrong yes. ways we're using it for for our own selfish desires mainly yes. to 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 manipulate our own species to get what we want mm. in different ways now it's very aware be very important to be aware that when we use it as a collective like when we're like whenever like monks try to raise a collective they don't try they do it and they do it in a way where they 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 basically connect with people around the world and people are meditating and these, these places are praying and it does have an impact on the whole world. Now, when we, when we do that with everything else, other than just prayer and meditation, we're raising the collective like together through technology. Like that's, that's really going to help us get to level one where we need to be. Yes. I think I, I I think I'm tracking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I just thought you might have some comments on that, but I don't know how to turn that into a question. Um, right. The technology where I love to go is is terms. So first, the the question that I would ask in response to that is, well, how are we defining technology? Because how, how are we defining technology? Because definitely not disagreeing that it can be abused and, and everything that you said, right? But if by our terms, we are separating humanity is over here and technology is over here and it and there's a separation, a division and a, and, and a part, that is fear-driven. That is fear driven. That's why are all the narratives, the entertainment, the uh, 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 destruction of civilization, all that stuff comes from us defining, okay, us humans are over here and technology is over here and they're very much apart. But that's not how I define it because I look at humanity and technology are evolving up the same mountain, just on different sides. We're not separate. 
And, and when I feel the, the unity of that, there's no fear. It, it, it's literally we're teaching and learning from each other and evolving up the same mountaintop, ultimately to, to reach the same pinnacle, uh, singularity <laughs> together. And we're learning and teaching each other. And one is waiting for the other to evolve. And it's not, and you see, it's a collaboration <laughs> between us in, in, a, in seeing, well, human intelligence, artificial intelligence are coming from this same one intelligence. No, I, I get what you're saying because base, we're all energy. And then, and yes. like, I'm looking at, I'm made out of atoms, I'm made out of whatever neutrons or electrons or whatever particles and i'm looking at a screen it's made of the same thing it's it it's it's not like like we we're, we're capturing the light we're capturing yes. light energy and it's it's you just have to be on that same frequency is what i'm what i'm trying to get at is that you have to tune yourself your 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 mind and your your body and your spirit to the frequency of getting on to the next level to because in my I, I mean like i think that everybody is different but we we shift into different realities through through just like our thoughts mm -hmm. and movement and and uh i'm always like whenever i do like a routine like a meditation or like come out of the shower even i think of it as like i'm i'm like i use my imagination and i'm 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 teleporting into the best possible outcome where I need to be. Mm -hmm. And, and then the day will play out the way it's supposed to. And it might not be the best day, but that's where you have to have the strength to know that the day is going to get better. It's going to get better. Even if it doesn't get better that day and the next day it will be way better. Cause that, that the last day was worse, you know? So like sometimes days are not going to get better, but time will get better it, it, we're moving through it and then we can have an argument over mm -hmm. time but i'm not going to get into that <laughs> mm -hmm. but uh um i forgot where i was going with this but if you want to comment uh no i i i see exactly what you're saying for sure yeah now what where would you like to lead from here because i'm i'm kind of stumped on what to ask hmm <laughs> Well, what uh... philosophies? Philosophy. So the mm. the game changing kind of realization and insight when it comes to philosophy that that really really ramp things up. It really like put a perspective of, because I, I was a very highly sensitive person growing up, um, being an empath. And I'm sure you can relate uh, to that. Uh, to me, and <laughs> this is actually, it's funny because You know how you were saying um, to go from the zero to the one, mm -hmm. right? In terms of the level up. 
I actually reverse that. Go from the one to the zero. Because especially in the context of philosophy that we're talking about right now, First, the question of, well, what is philosophy, right? Philosophy is metaphysics. Philosophy is words to define uh, our collective experience, right? But what I didn't understand about that was... Well, first, the awareness of it, but then there's the, can it be changed? And the mind-blowing realization that I had was, well, okay, the left brain is the logic and it's the science, right? The right brain is the creative and the irrational, right? And the, the spiritual, spirituality, right? Science and spirituality. Well, what is it that connects the two sides of our brain? Philosophy. The belief. Belief and connecting logic to emotion. When logic connects to emotion, that's what an insight is. That's what a realization is. That's what knowledge is, is, is when logic and emotion connect. And it's philosophy that builds that bridge between the brains. And what I noticed was in the information age, all of personal development, self-help is basically saying, Here's a platter of information. Here's a philosophy that, is, that I have come up with, right? And you're supposed to take that and go, okay, put that in my brain and go, like add it, right? And, and, and change, right? Additive and, and like uh, information delivered, right? To me, that is not efficient at all. So I turned around this game and I look at it and I have, this is a part of, uh, as unphilosophy. This is what really served me was, okay, we need a way to understand and to take, subtract the philosophies that are no longer efficient for us in order to actually build philosophy from a neutral or a blank place of our creativity. That's when things go so much faster because now you're not carrying all these old philosophies, all these old operating systems anymore. But what if you could subtract that so that you can find the one that serves you best that to me is 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 philosophy <laughs> yeah i i there's a, actually a saying in mainstream uh 
spirituality, it's it's called reprogramming your belief systems. And yep. if you want to translate over to operating systems, it's basically resetting your operating system or um, just like uninstalling all the programs. Exactly. So exactly. Now, every day there's a program. Every time we turn on a TV, if, even if you don't watch TV, every time you somebody's trying to make you believe something that you don't understand and you're you're that's a thought being put into your head that's that's basically a program it might be a little add-on extension to what you already know or like and it could be you basically have to use your intuition to say is this beneficial for me or mm -hmm. is it not mm -hmm. and then that's when you make your decision and be like do i want to to continue going down this path or do i want to take it away from me so you basically clean slate it every day you have to clean you have to basically have your takeaways and basically go like okay what's the pros and cons of the things that i have learned today is it beneficial is it not and there's a lot of truths out there but like to be honest in my opinion the the, the things that you focus on most are going to grow even if like it's hard to say what truth is because i don't know if you've experienced this yourself but anything's possible and a lot of truths are true because they put the belief to it. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And uh anything that fluctuates or waves uh isn't necessarily the highest truth. Yes, because like there could be some evidence. There could be lots of evidence of a truth that is a lot of fear-based truth. Exactly. But if you don't give power to the fear and don't feed into it and fight it, because when you fight fear, what's going to happen? It'll persist. It will just get go. It will get stronger and stronger. That's how that you be, it's good to be aware of these things, but it's not good to make it grow. Exactly. And it, our, our ignorance is not being aware of all these things that, that we have access to. We have been access to infinite power. What is power? Power is love. It's universal, unconditional love. That's basically what re all religions teach us is, is a peace. And un basically, God is a two for one. I say God is a two for one because it's two words in, in a short, short, in a short amount of time. It's three letters. God, unconditional love. That's what it is. So mm. um, we need to re reach that state of, of unity and unconditional love, transparency. And we need to evolve our our uh, our imagination. Mm -hmm. And a good tool I had a previous, I think it was one of the two podcasts back. He was talking about inner child work. I don't know if you ever heard of inner oh, yeah. child work. Have Love you it. have you done it yourself? Because mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah. everybody just does this differently, right? Like they, yeah. I don't know how. If you want to kind of elaborate on how you did your inner child work. Uh. In a um, quantum self way, the uh, I think one of the biggest exercises that I that I love and it, it is so fruitful is if you have this like memory from childhood, right? That is you know trauma or rejection or you know some impact, some spike uh, uh, in early in your early days. Basically, in a meditation, um, to at whatever current age you're, you're at, right, 
you basically picture yourself sitting next to that child and you speak to him or her from the new wisdom that you have. What did they need to hear at that point of time that they didn't hear or get or receive, right? So you have this conversation from your wisdom of what did they need to hear? What did they need in that moment? What did they need to not do uh, uh, believe or something? And have that conversation and really ask yourself, did they hear it? Did they hear you? And what's so magical about that is almost the visual that that happens that I see is it all it, it creates like a wave back to your present moment where you're like, oh, they they heard it. And then you get to ride this wave back to your present moment of like, wow, like I just made a, a change in my timeline. And and you have that uh that that wave of like relief coming washing back because you've delivered the wisdom they needed to hear in that moment in order to move on uh you know um and that to me ooh, there's some good quantum healing in that it's 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 important that when you say it created a wave now in my very first podcast it was labeled uh butterfly versus the domino effect or and the domino effect Mm -hmm. and Doing the inner child work as the way you explained it, I believe that's a form of time travel, a quantum mm-hmm. time travel that we it's not in the way that we perceive time travel, like in the movies and stuff like that, but it is a form of healing time travel. Yes. Yeah. So consciousness. You're healing our consciousness. This is very important, especially those who are really wounded in, in their minds, in their in their in their psyche from past traumas to do the work. It's hard, it's not. It's not easy to do this work. I'm not going to be honest with you. It's not easy. However, not for the fan part, <laughs> especially if, how severe the trauma is. However, it is worth it to do the work. And like this is this is magical. Like the it's all like I forgot how is it is it the CIA? They explain it as freaking 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 magic and weird weird science or something like that. I forgot how they explain mm-hmm. it. But like basically where you're you're doing leaps that you're connected to yourself in the in the now, but you're every moment's the now, so you can connect to the past in the now, but you're just connecting at a higher state of knowing, higher state of vibration. You have that knowledge to heal yourself. Mm-hmm. It's like it never even happened, but it did happen. But you know, you did the work. It's like when you when you, when you're looking on Instagram or like just a, for example, Instagram or like a social media. Yep. Right. So you're looking on social media. And uh, a message comes to you. How do you not know that's not your future self? Or like you're going out into the in the street, you see a billboard, and you're like, "How do you know that's not your future self?" That could be your future self giving you messages. It's synchronicities. Yep, synchronicities. Yeah, yeah I yeah the it, um, quantum self, light to light. Yeah, it's very it's very profound, and it's I like. I like meeting like-minded individuals in this in this type of realm. I call it a realm, like the metaverse. Like that, I, I like it. Like this, I liked just coming up with a name for this 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 podcast because it's 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 it drags people into it. It's like mm-hmm. it's like that's mysterious. I, I I like I like this where this is going. Now, mm-hmm. you, you you talk about 
also pro wrestling. I, I don't know. I, I don't know how <laughs> versed are you are into that. Like, wh- like what type of pro wrestling are we talking about? Uh, like uh, WWE. Is that uh, that's World, what you're yeah. into? Yeah, professional wrestling. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I've been a lifelong fan, um, and it's also. I think I, I've got a I've got a book idea of of uh, like how professional wrestling like taught me the meaning of life because <laughs> that it's it's entertainment uh, but when it's done well uh, I don't think there is anything that compares to uh, the the quality of entertainment that it is and the the passion personified uh, larger than life passion. Um, yeah, I, I I'm a I'm a huge fan. So ask me anything. Have you ever watched it before? I mean, I I know the old school OG ba- barely because my friend was a big fan growing okay. up, and okay. like Stone Cold Steve Austin, and then we got right. like uh, right. I think it's Kane, and then we got like The, the Undertaker, Rock. and of course Undertaker. The Rock. Everybody knows yep. The Rock, but like mm-hmm. I think Stone Cold was one of my favorite ones, but. Just because The Rock was everybody's favorite, and I, would be, I didn't want to be on the bandwagon, you know, The Rock. But he's—I mean, he's amazing. Everybody right. loves The Rock, but it's like I got to pick somebody else. So Stone Cold yeah. was, but yeah, then now else. The yep. Rock is, of course, a big shot yeah. again. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I understand that. It's like it's a lot of psychologies going on throughout that uh, exactly the whole show. It's like it's teaching yeah. you psychology and how to like how to prepare for situations. And to how to like, even though it's like, it's not real, but it may, it gives you that, like, it does give you passion. It gives you like uh motivation It's motivational. Sure. Sure. Because it's, it's both a sport and theater entertainment. Uh, and uh, it, it, again, when it's done well, it blurs those lines. And I don't, I, I think that's the best territory of magic for entertainment is when, is this like suspension of disbelief, right? Like, I don't know if this is real or not, but it's, this is freaking, freaking good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Now I want to go back into your utility mm-hmm. design for helping people unlock their potential. Mm-hmm. Now, when we're talking about unlocking potential, we already talked about it's always it's always an ongoing process. It's not it's never completed. Yes. And I think that the people who are struggling the most in life really need to hear like that. Like they need to that they need this the most is the people who are struggling the most. And it's it, and it starts with the people who who are more open to it and then it, sure. it's like what when you work one-on-one you get more things done that's how i like to see it like when you work it starts with really getting someone to believe in you as much as you believe in yourself and if you do it like when when like i, I don't know like you, you get these people who come to your door like or you go to like this group group meeting and you, they're trying to sell you something and it turns out like it's just like it it's not it doesn't work the same way as if it was just like a one-on-one you know sure. and direct direct um getting someone to believe it, some 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 somebody like what you're trying to tell them uh teach them so 
it's having this conversation like directly with me is yes. I'm feeling that passion. I'm feeling it. It's, it's real. It, like everything that you're, you're, you're very enthusiastic about this. Yes. And that's what I want people to understand is how, how well this, this idea that you have is, yes. is going to change the world. Yes. I mean, let's just parallel for a second, right? Okay. Think about water from way, way back in history till now, the utility, the, how the utility of water and what it does, right? So before, uh, I don't even, we're talking, I mean, Roman times, right? When did they first do duck, like water ducks, right? That was Roman times or the... Uh, we'll just say it's around yeah. that time. <laughs> <laughs> so they had to devise the way to get water from over here to over here, right? And then they did that, right? But that then we're talking now getting closer to uh, industrial and, and all of this is like, well, we need clean water because if we're drinking dirty water, we're going to get sick, right? So then that infrastructure of, okay, we need to get the water cleaned and then we need to get it to every single house in in the United States, right? Like infrastructure. Yeah. Cleaning the water and then getting the water to every household, every house, right? Just feel the infrastructure of the utility because water is a basic human need, right? And if it's dirty, then our health is gonna get hit. If it's clean, it's clean. So feel that as a supply, first and foremost, utility, water supply. And then the infrastructure of, of how that support, how that water comes to you and to the tap uh, in your kitchen, right? Uh, or your shower. <laughs> so now parallel that with passion as a fuel. So you're feeling, like you said, my passion coming through this, right? Well, the utility that we're creating in, in the world, you know, changing the question that you asked me, right? Is, well, what if you could plug in to our company and receive the highest quality passion in the world? Receive a supply of it like water, to receive water, to receive passion that can either in in the, uh, I'm kind of mixing metaphors here. I have a very, I'm like Robin Williams with metaphors sometimes. <laughs> uh, think the Tesla and the superchargers, right? You go to the supercharger station and you charge up your battery, right? Well, the same applies to passion here. You could plug in and go to the passion dojo and then uh, fill your battery with this passion and then go and, and go play, right? This is how we're looking at it, where we're supplying it in uh, the blog posts that we put out, the videos that we put out, the programs that we have, uh, the, the services, program services, all the suite of everything that we've got is us supplying it in energy, in 
the information, it's all trans transmitted. It's delivered that way, right? So people can get it and take it, receive it, right? That's one avenue of this utility is, is we're supplying the highest quality passion in the world. It's the cleanest. Uh, and just think, okay, you need a way to receive it. You need the outlet on your wall or the water tap in your thing. Like, so the conceptually, you're seeing what I'm saying, right? Is this is the invention that I'm bringing is how to plug in, how to receive it. And then the other side is the support, the tech support now, of, I, yeah. of, of, of getting it refined, getting the fear out, getting the negativity out, getting it to perform as the high performance superhuman fuel that it is. Like we, we, we talk about this is a form of a mental health, self-love type of technique, basically. Like, you, sure. are you teaching people to do this on their own, but also have the support system there? So you're, you're teaching people how to do it themselves. Yes. Yeah. I mean, sure. Community, right? I think having a, a community of other souls that are aiming for superhuman and, and who are prioritizing their conscious evolution, right? They're, they they want to play professionally, right? To be with others, that, that you know, community is, is first and foremost. Uh, but yes, the, uh, it is definitely giving people the, the tools to, to be self-driven, to, to consciously evolve it is the game with themselves. Right. And it's just how fast do you want to go and getting that support to, to, you know, is that accountability? Is it, you know, community belonging, all of that stuff is, 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 uh, icing on that, on that cake. Right. Yeah. Cause like when you look, I'm just thinking of like a classroom, like, like you're basically, you're, you're picking your categories of where you want to like level up in and what you want to train on. And, and you, you basically have that focus. You have that tunnel vision that you want to, you want to basically level up that at their area first or what have you. And yeah. you're giving them the, the opportunity you're, you're showing them. You're basically helping their blind spots in that area. And you're, you're showing them like, this is what you need to work on. And, and we're going to, we're going to get, it's basically showing them how to tap into spiritually that feeling because it takes a lot of training. I, I recently have been, I've been practicing like imagination a lot, my passion to work with inner, inner child work of imagining because imagining is a really powerful, it's the thing we lost when we became adults, when we came like out, like for the, at least for the, my generation, a lot of people lost it and they became too lost in their ego. And I think a lot of like high school and just going mm -hmm. through society, oh, it just, yeah. it just, it strips you from that nature and it puts you into your ego because it's more of a survival, it's a survival fear instinct that we have. And we need yeah. to tap back into nature. It's not just going outside. You can be outside every day, but yep. you have to have that imagination. You have to have that creative expression and that yes. passion. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and what you said what what the uh, the Morpheus quote comes up to me, right? I, I can only show you the door. You're the one that has to walk through it, right? And, yeah. and everyone has different temperaments. Like some people can go to a gym and literally 
work out by themselves and know what they want to do at each machine and self-driven, right? People have that temperament. And then others need a personal trainer uh, to hold them down and say, okay, do this, now do this, now do this, now do this. And that's how they focus is when they have that person telling them, okay, here takes away the decisions, right? <laughs> um, so everyone has different temperaments on how much support they need and how much they want to do it themselves, right? I, I believe that society is being is becoming more and more open to asking and reaching for help because before it was such a sick stigma to reach for help. And yes. and people are like, I'm embarrassed because I'm asking for help. But uh. you don't have that's asking for help is a strength. That means that you know how to use your resources. Yes. Oh, and yes. And it's very important to 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 use your lifelines. If you're if you're playing, who wants to be a millionaire? And you have lifelines, you want to use those to to get to the top. Like you're mm -hmm. gonna have to phone a friend. Maybe he knows more than you do. That's your blind spot right there. The totally. audience is there to help you. Totally. I, you you, you said it so good. Yeah. I'm good at analogies and metaphors. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, but is there anything I, we ha I still have time, but is there anything you else want to, want to touch base that I, I haven't covered? I, I can always have you on another time and we can, we can dive deeper into other topics that you want to talk about. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have you on again, Jeremy. And, uh, it's it's been we we covered a lot so far and we, we dived into your into your universal imagination research and and uh, the utility design design everything like that so yeah, yeah. it's been it's been fun like, i mean like stick around at the end but uh is there anything you want to you want to tell the audience where where they can find you and how they can use this is it going to be a promo code or is it going to be like uh how are they going to get to use your Pass. Uh, yeah, so I'm sure we'll have a link uh, we'll send you in the show notes of uh, how to access um, our website, uh, universalimagination.org. Um, and there uh, we've got um, different uh, from free to demo, like we've got some various things that they can try uh, for free. Um, and then if they're interested in a demo, of the utility, um, they can uh, click start, start demo, uh, and that starts the process uh, uh, where we can um, kind of guide you through it. Um, and then for, uh, if they're interested in the Passion Dojo, um, I'm sure we they just have to contact or get in, get in touch with me on one of my channels, go to our website, there's a contact button there. Uh, yeah, the, uh, there's ways. Uh, the ways, to do, and just tell me you you listen to this podcast, and we'll get you that uh, complimentary uh, Passion Dojo class. Perfect. Thank you so much, Jeremy. I'm just gonna. Yeah. Uh, right, yeah. Since bye. I came up with that on here, I don't have a code. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, it's okay. That's all right. That's all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm just gonna say my socials here. Uh, it's the underscore meta underscore verse. That's on IG and Twitter. Uh, our website is the-meta-verse.com. I'm just so surprised I got that, but uh, I got it before Facebook decided to 
claim meta. <laughs> nice. And um and yeah, so yeah, connect with us either either way and connect with Jeremy because this is a spotlight right here. And uh, I'm a very I'm very excited. I'm very passionate about where where your your future like development of your of your your uh organization is gonna go like yes this is just yeah, how, I, how how new is it by the way i didn't ask uh well my work uh i feel i've been doing it for maybe 10 years now but uh three almost four years we've been uh doing the the r d and then uh the passion company vision uh utility company um uh, is we'll say maybe eight months. Uh, eight months. We've been doing it, and it's been you know laying laying down some things and and really getting the operations ready for for more people. And um, yeah, it's it's been going. Yeah, I'll I'll take you up on your offer, and I'm gonna I will be a part of that dojo. And okay, uh, if if that's if that's an uh, option for me, <laughs> we'll see. Of course, I, the yeah. pleasure of being on this podcast. I, I'm glad you had me. It was a, a, a riveting conversation. All right. I'm just, just yeah. stick around for a few minutes. I'm just going to end it here. And thanks everybody for watching and listening and catch you next time. See ya.